culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, then go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. You know the drill. Okay, I hope you are sipping on some fizzy housewives-inspired wine for yourself. Packing punch at 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. It is my no-filter wine. I call it my housewives-watching wine because when I am watching housewives, this is what I am drinking. We've got a nice, light, crisp, fizzy rosé. We've got a nice, light, crisp, fizzy white wine. Summer is coming up, so if you want some rosé vibes, rosé all day by the pool, these are perfect. They come in a can, so you're not going to be breaking any glass. They're pool safe. They're compact, so you can sneak them into your Ubers. You can sneak them out for a little pregame beforehand. I sneak them everywhere. I can fit them in my pocket, and I'm just like, good to go, Liddy City. And it's not like a big, giant, like, can, so it's not... um, you know, it's not like a white claw where you're gonna be like, oh, I know what that is. You're drinking alcohol. It's like, nope, I got a cute little vibe and I'm, I'm, I'm going to take my little vibe with me everywhere. You can get it at nofilterwine.com. Like I said, 13% alcohol by volume. So that's like, I want to say, well, white claws are 5%. So that's almost three white claws in one can. That's three lover boys in one can. So there you go. Go and stock up. We have four fun designs inspired by Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta, both of which are airing right now. We also have cans inspired by Jersey and Salt Lake City. So you can stock up for the final episode of the reunion for Real Housewives of New Jersey. Is good. Is good. If you're feeling team March, then you're going to want to get some your husbands in the pool, Rosé. Okay, Rosé all day at nofilterwine.com. Oh my goodness, everybody. There is so much love in the air this weekend. We have so many weddings that we're going to be recapping today. Um, And over the weekend, I felt like, you know, I wanted a little treat for myself. 
you know, so I was at Whole Foods. I was, I was buying some chocolate and a little wine so I can do a little self-care day. And then I was also getting a couple groceries and I saw the flowers. And I saw this like really pretty bouquet of like white flowers. There were like white roses in it and, and lilies and all these different. It was like a pretty little bouquet. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some. I'm going to get some for me. One thing that I always used to love to do is buy fresh flowers for my office or my apartment every week because to me, it just like it felt fresh and, you know, flowers are a sign of abundance to the universe. So I figured if I want to attract abundance and love, I need to be willing to first give that to myself, right? So why not treat myself? I need to give myself what I deserve, okay? So why not buy some flowers for yourself? Baby, I'm a million-dollar diamond. Reckless, expensive. I destroy your defenses. My guest list is priceless. And yes, I run a tight ship. Buying myself flowers sets a standard and lets guys know what I expect and what I deserve. I'm on Seeking.com for a reason, right? I don't spill low-budget tea, nor will I accept low-budget dating. Okay, I told you guys, this is the year of dating up, moving out of the comfort zones and into a year of abundance. We're attracting better. We don't chase, we attract, right? That's the TikTok Instagram motto. Says she want a photo. You already know, though. Yeah, that's the motto. Well, that's exactly what I'm doing. And if you're ready to find an ideal match with a stronger connection, now is the time. You can join Seeking today. It's a luxury dating site for elite, successful, and attractive singles. And if you're ready to get what you deserve, then sign up now at Seeking.com. I'm up on there. So if you want to slide into my DMs, that's a great place to start. Sign up today at Seeking.com. That's Seeking.com which is exactly who made this week's episode possible. While we're on the topic of love, love and marriage, love and marriage, let's get it, get it, get it. Someone that was get it, get it, getting it over the weekend was Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. They have officially gotten married. They wed privately in Santa Barbara on Sunday. Photos published on TMZ show her with her grandma MJ by her side. Travis's father was also in attendance. This time it's official though. Paperwork and all. No Elvis impersonators. They did it for real. They did the damn thing. I'm curious how planned it was though. Because like her wedding dress, it was very simple, you know. It was a short white dress with like, you know, really thin, almost spaghetti straps um, and a very sheer white headscarf. I'm assuming it was like resembling a veil. She kind of wore it as a veil, but she also kind of wore it as a headscarf. So it was, I don't know, the whole outfit to me felt very Forever 21. It wasn't my favorite vibe. I've definitely seen her look hotter on like Poosh and on her Poosh Instagram. Um, Not saying that she didn't look hot. She looked gorgeous. And listen, it's her wedding day. More props to her for finding love and for, you know, doing the damn thing. I just, I was like, you know, the outfit itself was a little underwhelming for me. So I was like, how much did we prepare for this wedding? How much did we plan out this wedding? Um, just some questions that I had, but they wrote off in a cute little black convertible. And on the back, there was a handwritten sign. Looks like we just came fresh from Michael's and wrote just married on this, the back of the sign. Uh, none of the kids were there. None of Courtney's siblings were there. None of the sisters. It doesn't look like Chris Jenner was there. None of them appeared to be in attendance. So I'm like, was this like a last minute impromptu ceremony? Were they spending the day with MJ? And, you know, obviously they were getting their marriage license. They're apparently supposed to have a big wedding in Italy that's going to be coming up. And that'll be like the official ceremony. But in order to wed abroad, you need to first get a marriage license here in the United States, as we learned with Stassi and Bo, who originally... um 
got their marriage license in a tiny in a small ceremony that they had in Valley Village at their baby shower back in 2020 before they made it official last Friday, actually. But I mean, it kind of seems like they were hanging out with MJ, maybe Travis's dad as well. Obviously, you need witnesses when you go and get your marriage license when we're going to the chapel and we're gonna get married so it sounds like mj was maybe one of the witnesses along with travis's dad and so this was more of just them going to get their marriage license and they decided to get a little cheeky and cute with it and and make it a little more official that's a possibility um mj looked adorable she had her cute little black blazer on she was doing her thing she had her sunglasses on very anna winter and you know mj was loving it but congrats to Courtney and Travis. Like I said, there's a big wedding coming up in Italy or a more formal ceremony that will be coming up in Italy, which is interesting because that's where that actually is a cute vibe because they went to Europe. Was it Italy? Maybe it was Rome. I don't remember where they went. Speci- I want to say it was Italy when Travis first got on the plane. Remember, he hadn't gone on the plane since the fire and he you know, had a lot of trauma around that. We even saw that in the most recent episode of the Kardashians on Hulu where Ellen was talking to Travis about, you know, how big it is that he had just gotten on a plane for the first time. And I believe they went to Italy. I may be wrong or it may have been a different part of Europe, but I believe that they went to Italy and that may be why they're getting married because that was the first time Travis got on a plane and went somewhere else outside of the US since his accident. I could not imagine going through that accident. I would be terrified. Like, I understand, you know, I have a lot of uh, deep sympathy for that trauma because it was not cute. And I can only imagine how difficult that was. But the fact that he was able to get on a plane with Courtney, I think was huge. And, you know, it's great that he gets to share this with her. It's a testament of their love. Stassi and Bo, formerly of Vanderpump Rules, officially got married. They officially wed in Rome over the weekend in an intimate ceremony of just under 40 people. We had Katie Maloney there and we had Schwartz there who were in attendance. None of the other Vanderpump co-stars were with them. Kristen was off in Hawaii with her boyfriend, Alex. Brittany seemed to be back at home with Jax. Um, Sheena and Tom Sandoval and Raquel were all in New York for Sheena's shenanigans live podcast taping at City Winery in New York. Lala was in, I believe, was she in Houston, Texas or Nashville? I don't know. She was somewhere on her. I want to say she was in Houston for her um, Give Them Lala tour that she's currently on. So she wasn't able to make it either, which is interesting because I, I know Lala was originally supposed to be one of Stassi's bridesmaids. So it is interesting who made the guest list and who didn't. I would assume Kristen was also meant to be a bridesmaid originally, but... I don't know. We shall see. But the wedding looked gorgeous. The photos were incredible. I believe afterwards they ended up going off to Milan. So it seems like they're, you know, doing the European tour with baby Hartford in tow. Congrats to them. Like I said, the photos were breathtaking. They're on her Instagram. We posted a couple on the No Filter with Zach account on Instagram. It just looked like such a magical trip and and good for her. It's, she's definitely relishing in the moment of her life right now, getting married, being a mom, coming out of cancellation, launching the book. So 
Congrats to Stassi and Bo. Also got married over the weekend, Hannah Burner, formerly of Summer House, and her boo, Des. The two of them got married on Saturday, and in attendance was Paige DeSorbo from Summer House, Sierra from Summer House, Craig, Paige's boyfriend from Southern Charm, Sheena was there, Raquel was there, and then from Shaws of Sunset, we had MJ and Nima that were also there. Interesting to see that Nima was... um, around Raquel a lot this weekend. He was also at Sheena's show, her live podcast of shenanigans at City Winery. So I'm curious. We do know that there were some rumors that Raquel and Nima were dating, possibly just hooking up, having some fun. Listen, they're both single. They're both hot. I would love that vibe for them. But I mean, we shall see. I'm keeping an eye on you too. But congrats to Hannah and Des. Congrats to Stassi and Bo. And congrats to Courtney and Travis. On the flip side, we have some breakup news that is not as pleasant. Real Housewives of Miami star Lisa Hochstein and her husband Lenny Hochstein have officially split, unbeknownst to her, apparently. Last week, he was rumored to have a new girlfriend, and Lisa, alongside Real Housewives of Miami co-star Larsa Pippen, reportedly confronted Lenny and his new girl, at Gala, which is a Miami hotspot. I believe that was on May 7th. Well, after that, Lenny initially told Page Six that he and his wife were not separating, that the rumors were not true, and it's all good, whatever, whatever. Well, a new video surfaced from over the weekend from another Miami hotspot, and we see him cuddling up with his rumored uh, fling uh, model, Katharina Mazipa. We officially see the two of them together. They're outside of the club. There's paparazzi. She's fondling all over him. He's kind of like awkwardly with her there. Um, And Lenny just confirmed that it's true. The two of them are actually dating and that he will be divorcing Lisa or that he and Lisa will be getting divorced. So I guess it's official. He said that he initially denied the rumors because he was trying to protect his family. He also said that he and Katharina didn't start dating until he and Lisa officially decided to get divorced. However, Lisa is now speaking out, saying that she is blindsided by his behavior and his reckless handling of the situation. And she apparently did not realize that the two of them were getting a divorce. And a source close to Lisa reveals that she wasn't directly aware of any divorce talk, but can assume that the direction it's going, but can assume the direction it's going since he hasn't been hiding anything. Apparently, he's been parading her around town. As we know, Larsa and Lisa allegedly confronted them and Lisa threw a drink at them or something. Cameras didn't catch any of that, but oof. Oof, 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 oof. Sounds like he's been sloppily cheating for a while. And since he originally lied to page six about their divorce initially, why would we believe him now that he was date that he wasn't dating Katharina at the time or until the divorce was official? Sounds like Lisa was blindsided by the divorce, but apparently, according to other sources close to them, there have been divorce talks for a while now. We do know that he previously um had an emotional affair with somebody that worked in his office. So you can tell that they're not in love. You can tell that they're just checked out. We saw it on this this last season of Real Housewives of Miami. I mean, 
I don't think this is shock. It's sad and it's unfortunate with how messy and sloppy he's getting with all of it. It's unfortunate for the kids. But I don't think anybody's really surprised by this news, if we're being honest. They were not in love. I believe when I did my Real Housewives of Miami recap, where we recapped the first three seasons of Real Housewives of Miami, in that we talk about how Lisa will one day leave Lenny and she'll have her best single life. And that's going to be great to watch in Real Housewives of Miami. And I can't believe that this is all going down now while we're actually filming the new season of Real Housewives of Miami. It's giving me very like Camille and Kelsey circa Beverly Hills season one vibes all over again. And it sounds like it's going to be a good storyline this season, as sad as it is for Lisa and Lenny, although it doesn't look very sad for Lenny because he looks like he's living his best life. And even though it may be sad for Lisa right now, I actually think that it's going to be better for her in the end because she's going to be living her best single life and she's going to realize that she deserves somebody better. And she's probably going to be getting herself a nice settlement, right? They don't have a prenup. I don't think they have a prenup. She's been with him long enough. This is if not, then maybe she stuck it out as long as she could. She actually darbied her way all the way to the end or as long as she could take it before she was like, I'm done. How many F's do I give? Zero, zero, none, not one, zero, zero, done. Lisa Vanderpump is coming out and PK and Dorit are clapping back. So after she got called out online, Lisa Vanderpump revealed a text message that she apparently sent to PK after their home invasion, which we saw in the premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, proving that she actually did reach out to them at the time of the home invasion. PK is now clapping back and he posted on his Instagram claiming that he never got the text. It got lost in the mail. Dorit and Kyle both liked the post, which seemingly corroborates PK's side of the story, which was a cheeky meme claiming that he was hiring Benedict Cumberbatch to investigate the the case of the missing message, the case of the missing text message. So Lisa claims she reached out. Dorit and PK were like, we don't know her. We haven't heard from her. It's interesting. I know Stassi originally said that Lisa texted her and she didn't initially respond to her after she first got fired. So did Lisa reach out? Maybe her number is blocked and the message never came through. That's a possibility. And that's may, that may be why he said he claims that he didn't get it. Let's pull up the actual tweet for um, for further investigation. Lisa Vanderpump, who says that she is definitely it is interesting though because if you look she uh it says that she sent the text message on october 30th okay to paul kemsley but the interesting thing is if you actually look at the screenshot like it's a it's a strange screenshot let me save this because like i don't know if this is like why are the text messages like highlighted and how do you even highlight text messages like that and why I don't know it does look like it could have possibly been doctored she said setting the record straight of course I reached out to PK and yes after accident not a word from any of them but it's okay I had pillars of support so I don't know the text messages themselves because there's like that weird highlight over them it just seems really strange i don't know if that's like a senior citizen moment it's also weird that it's like a screenshot within a screenshot um like she took the screenshot and then she took a picture of it and i don't know it's very very bizarre i don't but it's possible that she may have blocked them but it says delivered right yeah at the bottom it says that the text message was delivered but for whatever reason pk claims he never got it maybe it got lost in the mail i don't know i don't know i don't know 
but the feud between the two continues. Jax and Brittany are getting ready to take Florida. Jax Taylor, formerly Vanderpump Rules, in a new cameo revealed that he and Brittany plan to move to Florida soon. His publicist, Lori, also posted on Instagram teasing a special announcement that's going to be coming in a few weeks. There were rumors of Brittany and Jax working on a new show together. They were trying to shop around a new show. They were possibly going to be doing a like flipping homes style show together, some sort of like home renovation show. So maybe it's all happening for them after all. I mean, if his publicist is teasing, is posting a picture with him and teasing that something big is coming and it sounds like maybe this could be their return to television. Do we really want to see them in a home renovation style show? Would you be interested in even seeing Jax and Brittany? Like, do we want them back on television? If you're watching this on the YouTube, then comment below and tell me, do you want to see Jax and Brittany back on your television screens? And if you do, is this like house flipping style show what you'd actually be interested in? It could be, I, I originally thought it was going to be like a reboot of Jackson Brittany take Kentucky, but maybe it's going to be Jackson Brittany take Florida, Jackson Brittany take Miami. I don't know. I guess we'll see. We saw that Jeff Lewis is coming back and he's got a celebrity flipping show that he's doing on like one of those apps. What are they? Um, I don't know. Like one of those like Roku app thingies. It's on there. It's coming. It's back. He's got a few celebs on there. So he's making his return. But who is not making a return is Bethany Frankel. She is shutting down rumors that she is joining Real Housewives of New York Legacy. Bethany Frankel is off promoting her new book, Business is Personal, which is on sale this Tuesday. I am ordering an audio copy. I may also order a hardcover copy. I'm actually interested in this. I want to know about Bethany's business advice. I am here for it. Um, but she recently revealed on her podcast, Just Be, that she was offered to join the Real Housewives of New Jersey Legacy again. And she she said, nope, zero, zilch, not going to happen. No amount of money would entice her. She's just in a different place in her life, and she's done with housewives. At this point, she wants nothing to do with it. She's ready to just move on with her life. I mean, and good good for her. Does she really need Real Housewives legacy? No. Legacy needs her more than she needs them. Jill Zarin says that she wants to do it, but she hasn't received a phone call yet. Seems like if now they're reaching out to Bethany, they're probably reaching out to some of the others. But like, what's this show actually going to be? Jill, Dorinda, which we already got, you know, that together on um, Ultimate Girls Trip. We saw the trailer for that. That looks like it's going to be good. But I mean, I don't know. Like, do I even want, like, I guess I am interested in Legacy. What was she on? I think she was on Hot Takes and Deep Dives by Jess Rothschild um, or hosted by Jess Rothschild. Um, she was on that show. And I think it was there where she said it. She's like, how long can we really do Legacy? Like, if anything, it's going to be like a reunion style show where we get back together, we check in. But it's like at some point, the show's like, we're not going to sit and watch eight seasons of Legacy, you know, like we're going to be over it at some point. Like, it would be nice to get like a five episode at best five episode check in with them, see where they're at now, see them all come back together, you know, and maybe l let that be the final send off the final toast of Real Housewives of New York from what we knew of it. Maybe every episode we check in with somebody different. Maybe we have three people that are the pillars and we constantly have former housewives coming in and, and you know, sh telling us about life now. 
I don't know. I don't know what legacy looks like. I don't know if it's going to be like a friend style reunion where we reflect and look back and laugh or if there's going to be drama or it's going to be drunken debauchery. If anything, I would like a nice send off. If we're going to do that with legacy, then let's just do a nice like little wrap up and put a bow on what we knew over at Housewives of New York. Let's check in on the women. Let's see what they're up to now. Let's see where their lives are. Let's see where their lives are going. Let's check in with all the former housewives. Maybe not all of them, because, like, do we really need to know what's what's going on with Jules? Like, I don't care what the fuck is happening with Jules. But, like, it would be nice to see them all kind of connecting, getting back together, sailing off into the sunset. I would subscribe to that. I don't give a fuck about Real Housewives of New York reboot with seven new women. I don't care. Maybe if they brought in that Julia Fox chick, that might be somewhat interesting. But I just I don't think it's going to take off. I don't think it's going to land the way that we think it's going to land. I think, I think Raha says of New York is done. I really do. And I think we just need to send them off in a pretty sunset and be done. And that's how I feel. And you're probably going to get mad at me and you're probably going to drag me, but tis what it is. Take it or leave it. Um, That's me. That's my opinion. I'm Zach Peter. And yes, you can give me a follow at just plain Zach all over the internet and you can follow the show if you want to stay up if you don't give a fuck about me and you just want to stay up with the latest reality tea then you can join you can follow us at no filter with zach on the instagram we go live every thursday nights we're also going live every tuesdays every tuesday evening as we do bravo book club we are wrapping up stassi schroeder's book off with my head i'm loving this book by the way it's actually so much better than i expected um and it's already made me cry And so we will be wrapping that up on Tuesday. Uh, So if you want to join, you can catch the recap. The first two recaps of the book are available on YouTube or on the Instagram account. So you can tune into those or you can join us this Tuesday. We usually go live at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, 9.30, Eastern. Sorry, we changed the time. It used to be 6.30. Now it's 5.30, and that's what we'll be sticking to moving forward. I hope you order some no-filter wine at nofilterwine.com. It's Housewives-inspired. It's delicious. It's crisp. As the weather is getting warm again, it's perfect for this summer. Like I said, it's all in an aluminum can, so you don't have to It's pool-safe. It's compact, it's yummy, it's delicious. It's perfect for when you're watching Housewives this summer and you're watching Eric and you're screaming at the at the television, give me a good or what, or what. All right, guys, I love you. I mean it. Episode with Margaret Josephs is airing this Wednesday on the podcast. Love you, mean it, bye.